believe that she'd even do that. That's just, it you seems so unlike believe, her character. You can't believe, she, it's, it's, Hope Solo always does stuff like that. What are you talking about? It's totally in her character. You think Hope Solo would actually be drunk, get arrested, and then insult police officers? This just sounds so unlike someone who's been arrested for drunken domestic battery in her past. Yeah. Jeez, Hope. Yikes. Is that because, is it, is, is it that same character trait where she's so combative that makes her great on the soccer pitch? Yes. Yeah. 100% that's true. What so are you, you talking to, about? Do you have to live with that to get the brilliance, I guess? Don't we see that in all kinds of athletes who are just like super aggressive or uh, I guess some even like with soldiers who come home from combat and can't quote unquote turn it off? Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, if there's something in your personality, like, you have to be, like, an egomaniac to be a star athlete. You have to, like, care about yourself above all others, and you have to be aggressive as all get out. These are the most competitive, aggressive people on the planet. Yeah, but don't do it right before the World Cup. Gonna get suspended. She, she, she. Who's even the backup, who's even the backup goalie? Is it Brianna Scurry? I don't think it is anymore. Jeez, O'Pete, that's deep, that's a deeper cut than I was ready to go for. (laughs) I would just say, though, she, she, she plays goalie like she drinks aggressively. Yeah, and it's gonna sometimes I'll it's gonna get what, you in though, trouble. We she she absolutely saved the game yesterday. She made a couple great. Well, she's saves. killer good. Yeah, and very sexy. I'll say it. Sure, I'll she's put it out there. Good looking lady. You know, and I think that that helps. Like it's those nice. those crazy ones. She's crazy. Oh, assuredly, yeah. everything I've seen about her says that she's kind of got this kind of like insanity streak inside of her. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. I think she's an insanely good player. I'll say that. You have no you have no opinion otherwise on this uh, fine young lady. Well, I wouldn't say fine young lady, but yeah, she's a young <laughs> this lady. upstanding citizen yes, upstanding who citizen may be insulted who can police, do no wrong, who is an angel in my eyes, <laughs> sprouting wings and flying away. I like it when she sprouts wings and knocks balls away from the goal. There you I go, like that. I mean, that would be that would be a killer touch right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody. That could have gone so many different directions, and Brent said no. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. Well, you've tuned into the next installment of Raising Brent, Brent, and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we have things to discuss besides Hope Solo. I mean, this isn't even news, right? Like, she got arrested last year for this incident and was drunk. And it's just coming out right now because ESPN paid a whole bunch of money to, like, unlock those police reports or something. That's kind of shady. Yeah, it's their job. They're let, a news let gathering. No. They're a news gathering uh, establishment. That's that's TMZ's job. That's the National Enquirer's job. That's uh, the sleaze no, merchant's job. Is. ESPN. I hold them. Would like to hold them a cut above, hmm. even though they are the network that employs Skip Bayless. If a well, so they should also turn a blind eye to all the domestic abuse play. So you heard it here first. Here first, Brent Ray thinks. thinks domestic abuse is great and should be covered up by ESPN. I think there's a difference between like. Not saying it happened and, like, uncovering locked police records a year later when nobody even cares anymore. What are you talking about? This just happened. Two days ago. Yeah. For an incident from 2014. Exactly. They just found out. They just found out. Yes, that's my entire point, Brent. Well, your point is incorrect, even though it is correct. Even though it's totally correct, (laughs) somehow still wrong. Well, the timing of it is uh, dubious. It's a little suspect. I mean, it it came out just when uh, the World Cup's, you know, team's about to start doing their games and stuff. Mm -hmm. What, two days before? But when else would it come? I mean, this is what always happens. If something happens in the NFL that's covered up, it's going to come out right before the season starts. No no different than a politician uh, slinging mud right before the oh, election. Oh, right before the election? 
I can't what are the odds? This. But why would ESPN do it though? Aren't they in theory behind t- Team USA? Okay, ESPN is the victim. They are the victim. The victim. That's right. How are they the victim? Because Hope Solo is perpetrating these things on the rest of the world, and the rest of us are victims. So ESPN. So by don't blame proxy the victim. Ray is a victim. Correct. That is the dumbest thing you've ever said on the show. Mm, I don't think it could possibly be the dumbest thing I've ever uh, said. On the that show. might be true as well. <laughs> but we have a lot of topics to discuss. We have the uh, NBA Finals, Brent. Yeah. Get into that. I don't want to spoil anything right now. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We got. Not. Speaking of ga- spoiler alerts, we got Game of Thrones. Oh, I didn't watch this week. That is a lie. It is because literally we just talked about the episode that just happened. Oh, I made all of that off up. the air. Well, I, so that means I predicted correctly yeah, what was going to happen because yeah. I didn't actually watch it yet. What a great yes! guess! Oh, Good yeah. job, me. Yeah, great job, you. Bad job, you. <laughs> And we also talk about the Royals. We got some of your Royals stuffing the oh. ballot box. Something's going on, Brent. Because you know this what it is? is disgusting. You're saying they're stuffing the ballot boxes, and I say there's a love affair with the baseball fans of America with the Kansas City Royals. Well, we got all it's this. It's undeniable. Yeah. Oh, it's deniable. Uh, we've got all this and more to discuss, and we're going to do it right after three seconds of The Fix. One great blanket in a stool. Cleveland has the home court advantage. One, one, two overtime games. Wow. Two overtime games. That's pretty cool uh, that it starts off with two overtime games. And Cleveland was literally one point away from being up 2 nothing. both and, games on the road. And also uh, one point away from being down 2 nothing. That is also correct. <laughs> there is no denying that. That is what we call math. Not even once. What? Hmm? Anyway... I'm super excited. I picked Cleveland to win this series. I don't think there's any way the NBA doesn't let LeBron win this. They put too much work into cultivating this Cleveland team. So what if all the engines on fire and all the wheels have fallen off the wagon? Okay. LeBron will put that wagon on his back and race it to victory. If the fix was in, Ray. If the fix was in, yes. LeBron would not drive to the hoop in the last minute and get absolutely mauled how does that happen and not have a call how does now that's my point though if they were really trying to rig the series for for lebron that correct. would definitely be a foul because it in fact should have been a foul that is correct but you could also see the thing where the referees say we're gonna let the players decide this they're gonna eat their whistle and you've heard all those terms before in the last 30 seconds of a basketball game what is more frustrating than but, having a tie game a guy goes and a bs foul is called with five seconds to go but or that whatever. was but i'm cheering for golden state in the series and right you're at there was absolutely no bs about that call his arm completely gets pulled down well again if the referees decided he's not going to call anything no matter unless it's like super flagrant which it was which it probably was yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I definitely think that Cleveland's going to get every look at this championship. Now, whether or not they have the but manpower do, left to do it over do, the course of the last five you, games. Why do you believe that based on what we just talked about? If they were going to get that benefit of the doubt, it would have been right there. They still won. They did still win. Ball don't despite lie. The, despite, despite LeBron down the stretch being horrendous. I mean, he ended with a triple-double, what, 38 points? I mean, by all measure, MVP of the game, but down the stretch, like they almost okay. like choked that thing away. So you tell me why Cleveland's still going to win this series, and I'll tell you why Golden State's still going to win this series. Here's the deal. Golden State is probably the better team. They have more talent on that team, and they're playing more cohesively. Cleveland is doing some insanity. They're playing uh, iso ball. They're playing like old school, weird, doesn't work anymore offense, but because LeBron is so good, it does not matter. LeBron takes the game over. He makes all of his teammates better. Do I do I say Jordan-esque in the way that he is 100% putting this team on his back? 
uh, LeBron, this is one of maybe the most impressive uh, LeBron season maybe I've ever seen. Okay. The fact that this this is the team has become a dumpster fire, and in the midst of all of that, like Daenerys Targaryen, he rises from the ashes with dragons and conquers the kingdom. LeBron James, ladies and gentlemen, superstar for the ages. Interesting. Uh, and not without merit, Ray. I'll say that wow. I agree with some of those things. I, what I, if I was going to add on to your point, I would say the reason that I would be optimistic about Cleveland is that they're just they seem a little scrappier. They seem a little scrappier and get the fifty-fifty balls. They seem like they want it more, more. than go. Yeah, they, yeah. So uh, that being said, I think there are several things that that point to Golden State still winning. One, Golden State hasn't played a good game yet. Well, their first game was pretty good. No, they, they were behind the entire game. What are you talking about? But they won. They did, but they were behind the entire game. And they came back. Didn't they didn't play very well. So you're saying they didn't play well in game two, but if they had made one more shot, they would have won, and then they would have played well? That's Is correct. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Interesting. Just I'm, so I'm we're glad, clear. I'm glad you understand. Just so we're clear. If they were if better you, in overtime, it was a better if game. You, if, you're, if you're good, you win. If you're bad, so, you, so there's no way you If you're can good, play. you win. You're bad, you there's lose. There's no that's, way you can play bad and still win. That's no, what you're that's saying. That's normal rationale. If you're good, you win. Okay. Well, that's very simplistic, but okay, we'll 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 go with that for you. Uh, <laughs> it works I will say for me. This. I don't know what you're talking about. I will say this: Kyrie Irving going down. You know, anytime a big player like that goes down, the first game after that, the team rallies around them, and sure. also it's natural for the other team to let down a little bit and be like, "Oh, we got this." Well, now they're past that initial shock, and this reminds me of Game Three in the Memphis series. Okay. Memphis also a very physical team. Uh, Cleveland's been very physical. Memphis maybe more physical. Beat Golden State in Game Two at Golden State, which is a rarity. And then they go back to Game Three in Memphis, and Golden State hands their butts to them. Okay, yeah, that's what I think. But- and also, unlike Game One where LeBron had seven games, seven days to recover at least. Maybe it was more, seven or eight days. He's getting old. Uh, and unlike between Games One and Two where they had. Three days in between. Now, from now on, I believe it's just one day in between every time. Oh, so would, wouldn't that be nice, Brent? It would be nice. Oh, wow! But it also means that LeBron is playing like forty-six minutes a game, and that's going to be tough. Wait, how, how many minutes are in an NBA game? Forty-eight minutes. So well, LeBron's playing about fifty-two minutes. Unless, yeah, <laughs> unless you're. And man, he is shooting so much. But the other thing, of course, is, he is the MVP. Who else is gonna? The MVP, Steph Curry. He, he missed, I think. About, he was terrible. He missed about 15 threes of it. He and that is was just, terrible that's just in game not two. going to happen every game. Like what happened? Like everything was set right up for him to have a great game, kind of put the series away after two games. You know what? That Belladova is uh, he's a little he's instigator. Defending. He's a little scrappy instigator. Scrappy and white so dude. So they need to regroup. I think they will, and I think they don't look back after tonight. That's what I think, you know, but I absolutely never count LeBron out. He is the best player in the league right now. Would you say he's the king? Uh, <laughs> Just asking the question. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, so game three is tonight as we record this on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, let's get done recording so we can watch, right? And watch some LeBron being LeBron. That's right. I just ate a bunch of curry, so. I love that commercial. Yeah. I did actually eat a bunch of curry. It's <laughs> delicious. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit. Oh, man. Brent just ate a bunch of curry. <laughs> I did. It was delicious. Curried beef, was it? Hmm? Curried beef? Curry chicken? Curry chicken. Curry yeah. chicken. I just love that commercial where uh, where uh, Stephen Curry made says, by uh, Chef Richie Million Junior. Got to look him up on there Instagram. Yep, uh, I lace him up every night for for, for guys like you. That's Thank right. you. Thank, Thank you. you. I just appreciate it. <laughs> I hit I hit I hit thirty what do you, what do you thirty eight points. What do you mean, Steph? Oh, uh, yesterday I had thirty eight points. Today, curry on the menu. Last week, I had a big game. Chicken curry. 
Naming dishes after me. I think <laughs> that's fantastic. Very it's funny. so good. I love the guy at the end. He's like, I don't know. Seems to like the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> What's he talking about? Yeah, I don't know, but he seems to like the chicken. That guy's fan. Put that guy in more stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So your prediction, you, you still think now. You were mocking me before game two. You were saying the series would be lucky to go five games. Yeah, I still think that. You still think that well, three games straight in Cleveland, Golden State's going to win all three of them? Well, that shows your lack of knowledge because it is not three straight. It's 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Every other round of the playoffs, but not the finals. No, it is. Okay. Have they How changed much, it do back? You, do you, do you want to bet on it? Apparently not. Okay. <laughs> it's 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, one, one this year. Yeah. Is this a new thing for just this year? Uh, I think it started again this year. Okay, because yeah. that's – it always struck me, like, with the way travel is. I understood back in the day – whether you'd want more time in between, but now it's like East and West. What are you talking about? Like Dallas, yeah. you know, is considered in the uh, West, and Memphis is in the. I always East? thought that two two one 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 was a better schedule as far as getting good games because the the visiting team, as far as I know, has or the the team that has the three games in the middle has never won all three games. I don't think uh, that's incorrect. Are you sure? The Detroit Pistons in two thousand four. One game one, lost game two, and swept the three in Detroit. Three, four, it never five. got okay, back. Well, then that's the only time it's happened. I mean, it's pretty rare. Uh, that's not the only time it's happened. The Dallas Mavericks uh, had were in the ah, finals. They won the first two games and lost the next four in a row, uh, including all three of those at home. They lost at three and three in a row at home. I'm saying the team that's home for games three, four, and five. Yes, I'm pretty sure I saw something. Uh, the Detroit Pistons they were talking about on, on the ESPN. Detroit Pistons definitely did it in 2004. Okay. I well, promise we'll have, that. we'll have to look it up. So here's the deal, Ray. So you, you looked it up now. I looked it up. Is it possible I was actually right about something? They were the first team to do so at home. There so you go. You're correct. I said that it never happened. It happened once. So we're both correct in a way. I was. I was. I. I just can't believe that you would actually like. Uh, push back on something that's Detroit Pistons related from like ten years ago. Well, that I would absolutely I'm only know. Going, I'm only going on the number of Pistons games you watched this year since you're such a big fan, which is how many? Zero. Okay, thank you. I I rejected them this year. There you go. Although I hear they actually they're getting better. So <laughs> when they get good again, you're going to be a bandwagon fan and come back. Uh, based on how much I feel about the NBA, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> there are sports that I will not. I will watch no matter what. <laughs> NBA is not one of those sports. I've had a hard time honestly watching whole games of NBA games this year. I, I don't have a problem starting at the beginning of the fourth quarter and watching a game. Oh, absolutely. But it's just seems I don't like, like it's I don't love the product. a long game. I don't love the product And this I don't year. love uh, the way a lot of the teams play, but I do like watching Golden State play. I like watching Hack-A-Shack tactics. That's, oh, that's, all, that's really all I enjoy. God, that's just... Me and uh, me and uh, they've just got to make a way so that they can't so blatantly do it because it's just a dumb tactic. I mean, it's, it's just taking advantage of the rules, but it's not... If it's supposed to be about the fans and the fans watching, no one wants to watch that. You know, me and Erad sixty nine get together. Our, our friend who oh, loves E-Rad the refs. Sixty nine, he loves the refs. He lo- so we just watch, and I watch for fouling, and he watches for refs, and we just high five each other <laughs> for every hack of Bruce Bowen, <laughs> hack of Shack game <laughs> that we can find. Nice, but uh, yes, the Detroit Pistons did in fact do it. So, are you uh, ready to amend your pred- prediction? Will you come on board saying the Cleveland Cavaliers have got this? No, 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 no. Well. If they don't get it in Game 5, they're going to get it in Game 7. I mean, that's fair. Could be Game 6. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Three in a row is going to be tough, though. Sounds to me like... scrappy right now. But I still think that lack of depth has got to show up at some point. Cleveland in six. Yeah, okay. Home court, take it down. There you go. Hang the banners. There you go. Hang it up. Let's count it now. Count it now. So you're going to go and change your Facebook stuff now? Yeah, 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 I'll do it. Okay, great. Sure. (laughs) I've got some great pictures of the Westboro Baptist Church. You're really going (laughs) to steal my joke? Yeah. I gave you that joke. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I was up 1-0, so you shouldn't be making any jokes about it. I- <laughs> oh, my gracious. 
Anyway, so we're going to come back. we got to talk about some baseball, and we're going to do it after three seconds of The Fix. You and the judges kneel and pray. There is a tragedy, a sham, a mockery, a Travis Shamockery happening right now in the MLB All-Star Game Wait voting. You were talking about the fact that as of now, as of this you moment, you were talking about as of now, the Royals, the Kansas City Royals, the least popular team in baseball, that's clearly incorrect, uh, would have seven starters. So basically what you would be watching if you go to the All-Star Game in Cincinnati is the Royals versus the National League. That's exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that the manager gets to pick the bench players, so they'll be all Royals. Well, the only I think the only player he'll pick will be Wade Davis out of the bullpen. I don't think starter so. Wade Davis. Oh, yeah. Well, let's take starting that. pitcher. He had an ERA of 1 last year and his ERA is 0.34 this year, so Wade Davis. <laughs> I pay good money to see Wade Davis That's play. Right. When's my Wade Davis jersey arriving? Gracious. Yeah, when okay, you so order what are you it. Saying? What are you saying, Ray? It's a joke. There's obviously shadiness happening. There's ballot stuffing. There's some sort of internet sham mockery happening. There is no way the Royals would have that many votes to be first and second place and now first place in seven of the nine, uh, eight votable positions. I guess DH too. So nine positions. See, I felt like last week when Miguel Cabrera was ahead of Eric Hosmer, I felt that like that was shady. Now I feel oh, the like the best, most popular player in baseball well, outside clear- of maybe Mike Trout. Clearly, he's not the most popular player because the guy that has the most votes overall is Salvador Perez of the Royals. Yeah, there's They're no. Of a there's, leader. There's no catchers in the American League. Now that Joe Maurer is not uh, plugging that up anymore. That's interesting. Uh, Salvador Perez is known as the one of the best uh, defensive and offensive catchers in the league. Because there aren't very many good ones. There's Buster, well, that, well, Buster that's a, Posey first. That's a first. fair point. You have him. You have Yadi Molina, who's older now. Molina's he's, getting he's up like there. He's like too skinny now. He, yeah. he doesn't even look like the same guy. And you've got Buster Posey, and you've got Matt Weider. So I always feel like he's overrated. solid, but he's overrated. Way overrated. So sure. It's a thin number, but he still does have the most. Maybe that's and maybe that's why he has the most and, number of votes. And I, maybe you got it in front of you there. I, Eric Hosmer was leading Miggy by like four hundred thousand votes now. Like he was leading him by an insane number of votes. Over six hundred thousand votes six, now. Overnight, he suddenly the gets six hundred thousand votes. The this is so spoken. shady, and you know it. It's not. I this don't is believe rede- it's shady. Though. I will officially say right now, I might have to boycott the All Star game. Interesting. This year, uh, as would I, every other fan so Ray, in baseball. If, that, if that's true, Ray, where are all the articles online about the shadiness of it? Because I don't see any. That's because, I don't know, what, where are the articles about the shadiness of it? Everybody's no saying it, you nobody's printing it. Because everyone, by everyone, you mean you. Everybody on the radio, everybody on the television. Name one person, Ray, please, name one person on record that has said it. I, I defy you to find one person that has said it on the radio. Big Ben Maller said it just last night I'm talking on about, the radio. Oh, not a local sports guy. No, I'm he's a national it. Fox Sports late night host said well, what did he say? there is clear shadiness happening because the Royals are not that popular. Okay, well, clearly they are that popular. They went to the World Series Clearly last they're year. cheating. Clearly, they cheated on their tests. Okay, so what are you I, talking I don't about? Hear anybody else and anyone that matters saying it? I hear you saying it, and I hear Ben Maller, and I like Ben Maller, but he also likes to stir the pot. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Skip Bayless is all, also said it. I, to me, Skip Bayless is probably the one defending your point. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, no, the fans have spoken. The Royals are not popular. This will be the lowest-rated All-Star game in the history of the league. And that's counting before there were television sets. Do you want to make a bet on that? No. Okay. Because there was a time before television sets, so the rating would be zero. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Do you want to make – because then we can see if the the ratings are up. I will say the ratings will be down. That means people actually like the Royals. Nobody likes the Royals. Nobody likes the Royals. Nobody likes the Royals to this extent. As you always say, Tiger's excuse is coming. 
everyone else's team's excuses coming. So when the Royals are good and everyone loves them, oh, clearly it's shady. Clearly. But when you guys had all those Jahani Peralta. He's a great player. Who can't field his way out of a paper bag. Is he still on the Royals? Although he's, no, he was for the Tigers. See, you don't even know who's on your own team. Was it, oh, no, you guys signed Omar Infante. I yes. thought you took Peralta as well, no? No, he plays for... Was it St. Louis? He plays for St. Louis. Oh, there we go. I, you know, he actually is playing a pretty solid. I'll give him that. He's playing a good, a good defense player. this year. He's a good he player. He hits. I don't think he's a great. Uh, I get all those Missouri teams nobody cares about uh, <laughs> uh, confused sometimes. Wow. Kansas City, St. Louis. No, neither one matters. Wow. Although anyway. St. Louis does have the best fans in baseball. Uh, GG, easy, seven Ridiculous. starters. Ridiculous. I will say this. I think it's You know it's shady. It's a combination of one thing, two things. Cheating. One. Most people don't care about the All-Star game. But that is a fact. Yeah, okay? So you'll give me that. No one cares. Two, uh, if the Tigers, if they hadn't been good in 30 years and they had a really good team this year, their their whole Metropolitan area would be voting for the Tigers. And I think we would see not maybe this dominant of a thing, but the thing with the Royals is there are no teams around Kansas City for like 300 miles. So you got that big Nebraska, Iowa, uh, Arkansas, Kansas, you think the people in Arkansas Missouri. are huge Royals fans? Well, I'm just saying. They're not Braves no, fans or Houston. Ray, you said it earlier. There are a lot of bandwagon fans. Yes, there are. Okay. So, so what I hear you saying is that your fans, the Kansas City fan base, is basically the 2012 Seattle Seahawks fan base. Well, whatever we want to call it. Uh, I you start calling them the 12th man? I don't care about the other fans. start doing that? I know that I, myself, and you know this, watch almost every Royals game almost every year. That's correct. Uh as a bandwagon As far fan. as the bandwagon fans, whether they are or not, I don't care about them. You ride your big wheel yeah. hipster bicycle yeah, to the There's plenty of room TV. on the bandwagon. You're welcome to it, but don't pretend like you're a real I fan. I don't want those fans in any of my teams. Yeah. I don't want fake fans but walking around with Detroit they, logos yeah, and stuff I mean, on their, just, on their jerseys. That's, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like the uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. So like when you're good, that's why uh, Dallas Cowboys were good for many years. That's why there's millions of Cowboys fans. Pittsburgh was good for... Many years. That's yes, why there's all the, the bunch of bandwagon Pittsburgh fans. Even though uh, Pittsburgh has a great fan base in and of itself, they have a great fan base. Yeah, but they, that's a but fan base that draws people, people. There are plenty of people that are like, "Are you from Pittsburgh? No. You know, what I mean? are right. you from Pennsylvania? No." Well, Packers are like that too. Yeah, I know so many like bandwagon Packer fans who have nothing to do with it. If you're from Wisconsin and you're a Packer fan, respect. If you're not, just go away. Yeah. Why the, and those are the loudest people. The people from Wisconsin generally are more like appreciative of it, and uh, and more uh, uh, honorable. But the people who aren't even from there who jumped in, like Aaron Rodgers, so good. Well, who was their quarterback before Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it rubs me the wrong way. I hope that. And where are all the Miami Heat fans? I hope that, that <laughs> suddenly appeared. Look, I just hope that I think Miguel Cabrera is a fine player. He's not okay. as good as Eric Hosmer. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> How dare you? Uh, but I just hope that the the, the players. You know, don't dislike him enough that they don't vote him in after he doesn't get voted in as one of the starters. I hope. I mean, come on, come on, players. Let let Miggy play. Oh my goodness. Let Miggy play. Let him play. Let him play. I'll tell you what's the one that's crazy though. All of them. Uh, Kendris Morales. He's on your fantasy team. Yes, you love Kendris Morales. I do love Kendris Morales. He passed up Nelson Cruz. That just shows that their fan base does not. It's Seattle close, man. They're seven games under. Seven games under five hundred. They spent all that money. How about the the Red Sox? They spent all that money. We, uh, didn't we both predict Boston to win that division this year? We did because I thought they were going to score runs. They're not even doing that. Uh, here's the deal. Let's wait till the trade deadline happens. If Boston picks up Ryan Howard and uh, Cole Hamels, here's the deal. They need more they... than one pitcher. True that. 
you know? True that. <laughs> hey, here's the deal, though. It'll help. Yeah. And the Yankees are on a roll now, and they got Tanaka back. That's going to be a great game tonight. Tanaka and Scherzer. Max Power. Max Power. You still like Max Power? Even I do like Max team? Power. I mean, he left, but he left for Good Missouri guy. what a John Candy and Spaceballs would refer to as a bleep ton of money. <laughs> he did. I mean, he got the... They just took the truck and... I mean, I'm, I'm although he thought he was going to get more than that, he did, but he got a lot. Got I mean, lot. I'm not going to I'm not going to hate a guy for taking the money. I mean, and Dominican Sue, yeah. I'm not going to hate a guy for leaving Detroit and taking game breaking money. Mm-hmm. Just my whole thing is, if you're a franchise who does that, don't be the Texas Rangers who turn around and pay a Rod thirty million a year or twenty five million a year, or whatever, and then complain we can't get any other good players in here because a Rod's contract is so big. Boo bleeping who? Boo bleeping who? You paid him the money. Now put a team around that. Be the Yankees or don't be the Yankees. Don't go halvesies. Correct. But I will, as a Tigers fan, say I'm excited because Justin Verlander is coming back on Saturday. You should be. Here marks the turnaround of the season. I'm excited, too. I want to see what's going to happen. I hope he's as bad as he was last year. If they could do me a favor, if they could bring back Verlander and on the same day fire Brad Ausmus, I would be the happiest Tigers fan on the planet. Yeah. Just saying. I don't think Brad Ausmus is doing a very good job in Detroit. Is he close to getting fired? I don't or, know. Or, that seven-game seven losing streak didn't do him any favors. Like, if he goes on another seven-game losing streak, does he get fired? I don't think he gets fired till the end of the season. Oh, you think he rides it out till the I end of the season? I definitely think the Tigers aren't a team to really fire people midseason, hmm. especially when they're trying to give him every opportunity to succeed. Yeah. And let's face it, he's going to be sniffing the playoffs the whole year, regardless of final results or not. I don't know. We'll I see. Mean, yeah. I'll, I'll say this, though. The... The good teams in the American League, there's only like three teams that have a really good record, and everyone else is so they are right in the playoff. They are all They'll right be in the hunt. Yeah. They'll be in the hunt all year. But anyway, let's talk a little Game of Thrones because I'm done talking about the sham of a Royals All Star. Woo! Can't wait. So Game of Thrones talk after three seconds of the fix. Who was the man who said society is bent? Episode 9 of Game of Thrones, this is usually the one where all the doo-doo hits the fan, and then the board settles, and then episode 10's about setting up the next season. I feel like for the first time, they're breaking the tradition of Game of Thrones, and they are 100% like, because stuff happened in this episode, but I feel like episode 10's going to be where like we get like the big occurrence, There's right? There's got to be bigger things. I mean, there were big things that happened. No doubt about it. It was but, big, but it wasn't like earth-shattering. But it wasn't like earth-shattering. Yeah, it wasn't like the Red Wedding. Well, I think that dragon shattered the earth a little bit. Eee. We'll get right into it right there. Well, let's open by talking about my least interesting storyline. Do you story have line. any burning questions about oh, this episode, geez, Ray? Oh, <laughs> oh, you're on fire. Oh, jeez. Wow. Well, Ray, uh, I think you accused me of that, and where there's smoke, there's fire. Man, well, that scales. So let's get back to my least favorite storyline of the entire season, Arya Stark becoming a faceless one. She ends up, you know, she's she's doing the thing with the oysters, and she's supposed to give that gift to the she's gambler. She's walking around singing tunes like, cockles and muscles and cockles and muscles. I don't think she was doing that. Mm, she might as well have been. But you know. it would have been fantastic yeah. if she did. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Cockles and muscles, so cockles sh- and muscles. I want that to be our theme song now. That's right. Welcome back to Cockles Sorry, and Muscles. Sorry, wrecks. <laughs> You're going to have Sorry. to cockles and muscles. And, and, anyway. So she uh, she's supposed to kill this gambler guy, but she gets distracted by who, Brent? 
Uh, Marin Trant? Marin, the bearded guy. Is that his name? Marin Trant? I just knew, here's the deal, I couldn't remember him. We had to look it up after the fact, because I could not remember why she hates him, but I remembered, mm. yeah, she hates him. And it goes it's all the way back, while season one. Seen that guy. Season one, uh, when, when uh, Boromir was still alive. <laughs> Boromir. When Boromir was still a thing on the show. And uh, so Marin Trant, Brent, tell us why she hates Marin Trant, because he's on her list of people she would like to kill. Well, uh, he was the one who I believe killed uh, Sirio, her fencing instructor, correct? The really awesome and fencing instructor. And he also instructor. was like, uh, you know, the big, uh, he was one of the guards uh, of Joffrey. Joffrey's That's right. guards, like during his name day tournament, he's guarding him. And, and I think he whooped Sansa once. Yeah, he whooped Sansa, and, sh- and he was there when they showed her her dad's head on the spike. So he's sort of like, he was like representation of the police or evil or mm-hmm. the military might of the king. And he's done not so savory things as far as Arya is concerned. And and so he's on the list. So she followed him instead to a place of ill repute. And we learned that Marin Trant is not just terrible. He's really, really terrible. He's a pedophile, in he's fact. He's the worst person in Westeros, maybe. Is he worse than than uh, Ramsey Bolton? Ramsey Bolton? No. Probably not. Despite all that, he is still not worse. than. It's going to take a lot for is someone to be worse than, than Ramsey Joffrey? Bolton. No. So he might be third. The third worst well, Joffrey's, person. Well, Joffrey's dead. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him the second worst person in Westeros. No, but Joffrey was worse than him, probably. Because mm, he was doing things based on Joffrey, what Joffrey told him to do. To be fair, but I don't think he necessarily hated what he was doing. That's true. So uh, Arya, I thought, did you think what I thought is that Arya's going to step in and like when he's like too too old, too old. I thought Did you so. think Arya's going to step in and be like, I'm here, I'm the Oyster Curl. Well, I was thinking that somehow she was going to, <laughs> that she was going to take someone else's face and well, and she would... Be in the room with him, and all of a sudden it would be her, and then and she then would... she'd stab the crap yeah, out of him. Yeah, but but like because she ended happen. up in the room. Yeah, she like oh we all like our oysters in here, and she could have poisoned him right there, mm-hmm. but she didn't. Well, he didn't. He didn't necessarily eat any oysters. I guess that's true. So, it's the other, yeah. it's the innocent other guys right. who were. Uh, I the part that killed me. There was kind of a funny moment in a terrible, terrible way, and that's when uh, they bring in like the really underage girl, and this mm-hmm. was just horrifying. And uh, and they bring her out, and, the, and then. Uh, uh, Marin actually is like looking at her, and then the other two guards they kind of look over, and be like, uh, "Is this the one?" Yeah. And this is the funny moment where they both kind of look over, and I, I kind of did chuckle a little bit. Maybe it was just a uh, an uncomfortable because that situation was so bad, yeah. but that made me laugh a little bit in the moment because I was just like, "Oh, that's a fun reaction yeah. to a terrible, terrible thing." Yeah, it was. A, I don't know. That it was, was brutal. A, that was an was awkward brutal. scene, man. It was. Pr- it was pretty gross. How do you think that's gonna play out? Um, I think that that poor girl has no chance in life anymore because she's about to get abused by Marin Trant. Correct, but I think about... Ar- I think Arya will step in because remember, members they did say get me another one for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I absolutely think so Arya. Maybe, could I, step so maybe in. my prediction was correct. She will step in. It'll be her, and then I guess if she was going to do show it, show her being a faceless person. She'll have to take someone else's face, and then boom, she's doing it herself. See a Marin Trant. He doesn't seem no. to recognize her, but he can change. No, he seemed to. She was in the room, and he didn't like. He's kind of he, giving her funny looks. Like I think I recognize look. I don't think you, you want to tempt fate. And plus, True. you know, if you've got your new skill of trying to use other people's faces, seems like a waste to not do it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, let's go on to let's go north of the wall and get Jon Snow returns this time with a giant. The return of Jon Snow. Snow. <laughs> Love me some Jon Snow. And it, was there a moment when he showed up right there with that huge army of wildlings? Did you think that that uh, lieutenant guy was not going to let him in? I did think that for did a minute. Did you think that? Because he looks at him and he's just like, God 
dang it, he actually did it. He's like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Jon Snow just seemed like, I don't, I hope that they let me back in. Right, because but... remember, Jon Snow's there, and they're just kind of staring at each other, and Jon Snow's out there freezing in the cold, yeah. and the guys are staring at him. Jon Snow takes like three steps forward. He's like, yeah. hello? Yep. Um, do I need to uh, ask for an invitation? You know what that you know what that means? Jon Snow has Jon Snow Jon Snow Jon Snow has showed that guy that he's got the touch. He's got the power. Right? He doesn't dare defy him right now because he no. knows that he gets shoved off the wall if that happens. Yeah, I think Jon Snow is uh has proven himself. So right. the guy has to kind of toe the line. So going forward, stuff's happening in Dorne. Jamie Lannister's forgiven. His homeboy's forgiven. The Sand Snakes are probably forgiven. And that one girl, still the most beautiful woman in the world. She's pretty hot. (laughs) That was great. She was like, one more time, tell me. Yeah. (laughs) But then then her own sister, slut. Yeah, I know. Those sisters just like, wow, they just like don't like each other. Brutal to each other. They like each other, but they don't like each other. They don't like each other. Um, But it's fun. And then I did. Great. Let's play that game where, uh, you know, you try to. Oh, yeah. And let's just Hold the hands together and slap yeah. at them. Jeez. And then brutal. she beat her. Yeah, finally. Finally. You must the, just like getting slapped. slapped her right in the face. Right in the face. Oh, did you cheer? Yeah. I cheered when that happened. I was like, yeah! yeah! Get her! Get her, little sis. Um, I did appreciate that their mom, uh, you know, the, the Red Viper's uh, mm-hmm. sister, like, she got told what's up. Yeah. She she was flat out disres she poured the wine on the ground. She flat out was disrespecting everybody and then the, the handicapped the guy's handicapped. I didn't realize We have was, a system here, people and the, the, the you know, whoever's in charge is in charge. Yeah, but he I didn't realize he was you in can't. a wheelchair all this time. <laughs> I didn't. I just thought really? he just loved sitting. I don't know. <laughs> like, it just never That cut. guy is lazy. Yeah. Well he's a king. He doesn't have to get up if he doesn't have to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's in a wheelchair, everybody. <laughs> But, but yeah, that's one he, thing. he you, told her what's look, what. You 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 can you know depending on your station in life, you may be able to speak out against the the king. Yeah, uh, but you cannot just outright defy him. Did you and... gain ultimate respect for that king in that moment? Like he's a good leader. Yes, I I was kind of thinking he was kind of wishy washy and kind of weak until that moment. I was like, oh no, this guy is very strong. Yeah, I like this guy a lot now. Now, do, do, that being said, so since you like him a lot now, do you think that <laughs> that means? Bad things for him. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Here's the deal. As I learned, because he's in a wheelchair, he is a sitting target. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be easy for him to get oh, away if poop goes wrong. Yeah, most shows. The guy's in a wheelchair. They definitely won't kill him off, because that would be, uh, you know, seem like unfair. Oh, yeah. Mm, no. no. Nothing unfair happens on Game of Thrones, yeah, everybody. Exactly. Uh, we've also got, now this is maybe the saddest moment of the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Stannis. Mm. Stannis, what are you doing, man? Well, Stannis, in... in in response to what happens at the beginning of the episode, which is, you know, well, Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton sets fire to his and entire his camp. 20 people. And so, so that answered our question. Were we going to see Ramsey Bolton and his 20 guys, or were we going to see Winterfell? We saw Ramsey Bolton, but we actually we didn't see them at didn't all. didn't see them. So we don't know for a fact they, they like, did it, but they did it. They are faceless men, right? How about <laughs> he set their horses on fire? What yes. kind of a dude sets a horse on fire? Uh, when that horse ran you know through the camp on fire, I was like, holy poop. Ray, if I asked you a question, what character is most likely to set horses on fire? That would be Ramsey Bolton. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, he, Pretty no. much one and only. Don't act so surprised, your highness. <laughs> That's from Star Wars. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a pretty amazing thing. But he sets his own daughter on fire for no good reason. For religion. I didn't well, like that at all. It's Melisandre's be- in his head. Melisandre showed him the power of the king, the 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 royal blood before, and he thinks now oh, that's boy. the only way. 
So desperate. What's going to be bad is when it works, and he actually takes Winterfell in episode 10, which also, by the way, I'm on the train right now saying Stannis is done. I think it's... Stannis is done. I think it's not going to work. But if it it does work, he's going to start running out of family members to kill. Yeah, but don't you think, like, he... It happens this time where it just doesn't work, and then all of a sudden he's just like, and I kill because that's what they would do on Game of Thrones. Oh, you're going to do this so you can succeed. I'm going to kill my family member so I can succeed, and, and then, then what happens is you do not fail. You fail anyway. But also, terrible people tend to win, and Stannis is probably like mo- most hated person number one and facing other most hated person number one. And Stannis's daughter was probably one of the most adorable, likable people. And they really ramped up her likability this season. Yeah. Especially in the last, like, two episodes. So he sends her caretaker away back north to deliver a message so he can murder his daughter. Just straight up, like, premeditated, in cold blood. He knew he was going to do it. Oh, and the mom. Just, just, oh. I don't know. I didn't understand at the beginning how the mom was saying, well, we got to do it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, she had some buyer's remorse there, I think. Yeah, she did. In the 11th hour. Jeez Louise. And then, and this, man, this, the imagery of her just screaming and screaming and then just, now she's silent. Yeah, that, that was, was horrifying. That was horrific. That was horrifying. Game of Thrones, dude. People make rash decisions. People make bad calls. And uh, mistakes were made. And nice people pay the price. But l- That's Game of Thrones. Welcome to Game of Thrones. Well, let's get to the, maybe the most exciting part of the whole. Maybe the part that made me cheer the loudest. There were a lot of cheerable moments. There were a lot of very depressing moments. Oh. But the, the re- fighting pits. The return of Hodor. The return of Hodor to the fighting pit. No, <laughs> that's not what happened at all. Thank you. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. He just bashed him down with the Hoders. That is, again, not what happened. Oh. The fighting pits happened. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. You done? Yes. Okay. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. God. <laughs> so was it Jairus, uh, Janus, Jairus, the man, the exiled man. <laughs> Sir Joris Mormont. There he is, Joris. See, I merged it together. There's too many names, Brent. They got to kill. Are. They got to kill there more are, characters. There are they got to kill names, some more people. And none of them are names we're accustomed to saying. Yeah. And so uh, he fights in the fighting pits. He wins that battle, which I thought he played Woo! great. He should have been killed. He got lucky. He got lucky that polearm guy decided to whoop rapier dude. Oh, that was kind of weak, him. dude. That he just stabbed the stabbed one guy while he's engaged with somebody else. Well, he thought he could take him, and he couldn't. Yeah. Although I did appreciate the conversation between the big man and the little man. With, oh, uh, that was with great. the king and Tyrion, and then he's just like, I, Tyrion's like, I've just seen the little man. Well, win. it was the other guy, too. Well, the, the other the fighting guy that, pit guy. The yeah, guy that's, uh, the guy who's banging getting, Daenerys. Getting it on with Daenerys. But they were both like, I think the little man. And then all of a sudden, they just turn and just straight up decapitates him. Head just him. gets decapitated. Just straight up cuts his head off with a broadsword. And I, then I was Daenerys' cheering. husband to be, or whatever, yeah. uh, like, yeah. just gives him the knowing look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're going to be getting married anymore, though. <laughs> I do not either. Because he was stabbed repeatedly in an ambush mm-hmm. from the... Wasn't it cool when uh, 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 Jaren Ty, he throws the uh, Mormon... He throws ah! the polearm into the crowd, and you think he's throwing it like at Daenerys, yeah. and it's to the guy about to murder her, Yeah, and he takes him out. That those, was so cool. Those are some creepy masks those guys had, too. How many of them were there? There's like a thousand of them there. How do you fight in those masks? How do they sneak that many masks in? Yes. So everything looks lost, and then who shows up? Hodor! No, it was not Hodor! Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. It was a he's dragon! A, it was a dragon! Grabbing people with both of his hands, a person in each hand, and just clubbing them. No. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor! That is, that is not... It was a dragon. It was not that. A dragon named Hodor. No, it was not. Stop it. <laughs> 
The dragon shows up, burns a whole bunch of dudes, rips a whole bunch of dudes up. Uh, why, if you're one of the, the, the people wearing the gold masks, yeah. why are you sticking around at that point? I don't know. It does not end well a for you. A lot of them were not moving. and I was, Were they paralyzed with fear? Just No, there were pockets of them being like, I think we can take this one. Let's yeah. throw a spear at it. And then the, the, the dragon's just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, there's 100 people dead. Yep. And then uh, Daenerys jumps on his back and flies away. Did you have never-ending story flashbacks when that happened? I was thinking, get get on Falcor! Get on Falcor and fly away! I see what you're saying. Uh, And then I love the very last scene after the credits where, finally, I know I've been joking about it the whole time, but we do see a little five-second snippet of Bran and Hoder, and Hoder hears a dream through Bran and and goes, Hoder, smell odor! (laughs) And he's smelling the, the burning people from from the dragon. That is not what happened. That's what happened, and it was amazing. There was a 0% chance that that's what happened. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I didn't watch all the way through the credits. I still know you're lying. Hmm. You know how I know you're lying? Because you're Brent. That's why I know Brent. you're lying. I feel like, well, did I have a dream that that happened, maybe? Because it's amazing. They should have put it in there if they didn't. Yes. Yeah. So how long until Dr. Scholes is a tie-in for Hodor Eaters? <laughs> I'm just asking the question. <laughs> all right. So, so far, pretty good season. I mean, maybe a little slower, a little less happening. I think they're finding their way past where the books are. Okay. But here's what did happen during the credits, Ray. All of a sudden, on the shores with the White Walkers, they show up in, in a Hodor boat. It's like a motor. It's, it's powered by Hodor. I hate you. Like a mo- <laughs> Stop it. So good season so far. We got only one episode one to go, more. Mr. Hey, Brent. There's going to be some, as you like to say, some poop happening. There's some poop hitting some fans. Yep. And we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about that. But we've got to come back and wrap up the show. And we're going to do it after three seconds of The Fix. Not a big fan of horse racing. Ray, I'm not, but you still can you still can appreciate this the cultural significance of a sporting achievement that has not happened in 37 years. I, I do. I guess I just think it's weird, especially with the Kentucky Derby, where all these people who don't watch horse racing ever have an excuse to drink a mint and julep and wear a funny hat, and they just turn it into a hipster day. Well, right, do you, it's like you, a hipster. Do sport you remember now. the same thing? You know, uh, the last. Uh, World Cup, when we watch the guys, there's a bunch of people that don't even know the rules of soccer watching that the World Cup, and it's their excuse to drink margaritas or whatever during the World uh, Cup. Sir, Bud Light Lime. The Bud Light drink Lime of the is, World is Cup. okay, sure. I believe. <laughs> I believe. It should be if it isn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not a huge horse racing fan. I do appreciate, though, American Pharaoh, uh, and I think it, uh, we were reading something earlier that said it best, was uh, American Pharaoh, is, the f- word Pharaoh spelled wrong. Yeah. Which I didn't even notice until you brought it up to me. Oh, yeah. Because I spelled it correctly, but it took me forever because I kept spelling it the way the horse was, and I couldn't yeah. figure out why it was wrong. Well, that, that's the, bad news. That's bad. Bad job, you. Well, bad job, Namer. That's, it's because one of those registration things that something was misspelled a long time ago, and they now it's you can't no, and they can't change it. No takesies, backsies. Absolutely. But uh, so did I'll ask this question: Did you care that a horse won the triple crown? Did you watch the race? I, I thought it was. Were very, you into it? Yeah, I was into it. It was exciting. Cause I know a lot of people that 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 did watch it, and mm-hmm. I guess they don't. They don't like that. <laughs> they don't watch horse racing. But I knew like a, a scary number of people in my Facebook feed all had a very like uh, strong feeling about this race. Mm-hmm. I just let it go. It know. was it was fun, it was, and you know the it was one of those deals where a lot of times if a horse is in the lead at the beginning, they don't keep the lead. Got to finish, finish strong. Held everyone off the whole race, which was exciting because I was expecting someone to post a challenge at the end, and they didn't. He kind of ran away. From them at the end. And how many times? It seems like every year a horse wins the first two legs of the uh, Triple Crown it's and then happened, loses the third it's one. It's happened quite often. And it's because they're on, you know, some of them are on different type of surfaces and they're yeah. all different lengths. Yes. 
And it's uh, and the third one's much more different than the other two. Mm-hmm. Was it the Belmont? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So hey, the congratulations! The Preakness and the Belmont. Congratulations to American Pharaoh. Suck it, Egypt. Your horses are American now. That's and correct. And your pharaohs. Yes. I screwed up my own joke, Brent. Mm, well, nobody's perfect, especially you. Thank you. I think that's <laughs> it's time to wrap up the show. So uh, we got thank you guys so much for listening. Check us out on iTunes, St- Stitcher Radio app. I just, one of my friends the other day was saying, hey, I've been listening to your show, and I listened to it on Stitcher. So hey! I was like, oh, all thanks, right, Thanks, cool. Stitcher. Thanks, Stitcher. We appreciate it. So go on there, put us in your playlist on Stitcher, or go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. <coughs> Do Be- it! Because we really appreciate it. And we deserve it, because we are well, five-star. We are nothing if not five-star service. If you, we come right to your that's home. That's right. Free of charge. And if you got to this far in the show, I would like to believe you'd want other people to listen to the show. So go on there. Seriously, though. Don't hoard it for yourself. Give us a five-star review because we get a bunch of five-star reviews. We actually start showing up in more searches for uh, sports shows. And more people listen and we grow the show. And that's kind of how it works. And it starts with you, the people. You, the people. You guys got to be the ones to do it. I can't make you, but please take that five seconds out of your day and give us a five-star iTunes review, folks. We can't make you, but if you don't do it, we will come there and make you. We can, can't make can, you. Can we do that? But we can break you. Can we make them somehow? Probably. Okay. We will make you. We will make you do it. Gracious. But thanks, you guys, so much for listening, and I do appreciate it if you do that. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can contact the show, Brent. Did you know that? No. What it's are they? Episode 97. You know it by now. That was a that was seriously. A what are they, Ray? Jeez, oh, no one. I think someone believes it. What are they? <laughs> what is? I'm happening? just going to keep getting more and more high pitched too. You tell me. Please don't. I can't get more high pitched. I'm that, glad Ray. to hear it. Yeah. The next one will be silent. The next one will be only heard by dogs. <laughs> so you can email the show at raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash raybrentpodcast. Let's get some more likes. Let's get that bad boy Let's up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Or we won't make it. <laughs> That's it. You can go to our main website, RayBrandPodcast.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you could email the show at Ray Brent Podcast. Do you notice a theme with that, Brent? Mm, they all have Ray Brent Podcast in them. Pretty much. You just type in yeah. any permutation of Ray Brent Podcast, you'll probably find the show. <laughs> One way or another. I never, I never understood that until just now. <laughs> I believe that, too. There's a lot of people we want to thank this week. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. Monsell me some Jordan art. Jordan Monsell got a cat. I saw it on Facebook. Jordan Monsell, one of my favorite people. It we is him back orange. In the show. It's it's an orange tabby. Orange and white tabby. It's the cutest kind. Yeah. Got a, mm. I also like black cats. I like black cats. They're very cute as well. I've had both. Yeah. I got to get me another black cat. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Why not? Why not? That's what I'm saying. So we got to thank Jordan Monsell. We also have to thank David Knoll for producing the show. All right. Thanks, David Knoll. You have nothing else to say about that? Nope. Dino! Oh, there it is. God dang it. Nobody calls him Dino. Is there anybody you want to thank, Brent? Uh, I, we didn't talk about this during the show, but I want to thank the U.S. women's soccer team for taking down those filthy Aussies. Filthy Aussies? Yeah. So the U.S. women's soccer team won the World Cup game. Yeah, they won their first World Cup against Australia. What do you have against Those Australia? filthy Aussies! <laughs> I have nothing against them. It I don't know. I just, I'm reaching. I love Australia. Well, you know what? We Although should... they were all criminals. It was a penal Shit. colony. Well, we just lost all the people listening in Australia. I hope you didn't get this far in the show. Uh, but... uh, my bad. You're B. Not. And that was Brent, ladies and gentlemen. Not. I said not after it. At Scoops Pope for all your Australian uh, <laughs> complaining. I love Australians. You know, when I ran with the Bulls, when I got married, I got stuck in the bull rink, and it's like an eight-foot fence, and I'm... <laughs> the Bulls are chasing me, and I jump up, and I... I, I just could just reach the top of the wall, and some Aussies pulled me out of the rink. 
They pulled me out and saved me for certain death, Ray. And the way you repay so, them is by calling them filthy Aussies. That's how we joke. The, that's how we joke. Oh, that's how we joke. That's how we joke. Good day, mate. And good night, everybody. <laughs> You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted, and then you run.